A super soft podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Megan Cottrell. Another host, Amber Fransman. So, Peter Patter. Let's get out of here. All right, do you have any previously on? I had a little bit of previously okay, on. Okay, good. I, I had a feeling you would, and work has been insane, so I really had to just squeeze in notes just by itself. So, I've not got previously on or what's the scoop. Yeah, so you I, like me today. <laughs> previously on Not My Forte, a super soft podcast. There was the part where Glenn was listing off the celebrities that Dirks looked like mm -hmm. but I just wanted to say that Dirks looks like how Orlando Bloom looks now I sent you that one picture and yes. I was like they look so much alike that is very Katie, true Katy Perry posted a picture of him on Instagram and I was like that's who he looks like <laughs> she's low-key bragging yeah I mean <laughs> this is my husband. soccer baseball is apparently a thing but it's kickball like oh, oh i've never God. heard anybody ever call it soccer baseball before uh, quit trying to be fancy yeah <laughs> and also it's still two or it's still three strikes to be out so she was like two strikes you're out i'm doing soccer baseball so she was just wrong <sighs> anyway. side note um just really quick yeah. to jump in do you remember i think they used to do it in Middlesbrough, but i know that they had a league in knoxville drunk kickball uh-uh where it, I forget exactly what it was. If it was, you drink. You know, it's not a shot. Per, it might have been a shot per base, but like you have to chug while you're. I don't while know if it's you're while you're running or right after you're done running the bases <laughs> oh, or God. something. That sounds horrible. <laughs> I know, but uh, at the same time, kind of fun. I think I don't know. I would I would want to be bad at getting on bases if that was the case. <laughs> and it'd get harder and harder throughout the course of the game. Exactly. <laughs> no, I d I didn't know that. They definitely have, or they did have one in Knoxville. I don't know if COVID messed that up. They have regular kickball and softball and all that stuff. But at one point, they had a drunk kickball league, and I just thought that was hilarious. That's great. Uh, and then just the last previously on was I looked up how far it was from Ontario, specifically Sudbury, to Calgary. Because mm -hmm. the pickers came from Calgary. Yeah. And it is... One day and eight hours, or 3,028 kilometers. Goodness. If you cut through the U.S., it bumps it down to one day and six hours, but you have tolls, <laughs> and it is 2,844 kilometers. I should have converted those to miles, because I'm One lie. cubic thumb. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it was more like a hand, I guess, than a thumb. Yeah, that's true. But if you do the Canadian route, you go through Regina. Oh, yeah. So Regina. You can discover Regina, or experience Regina. <laughs> oh, my gosh. And that made me chuckle. That's low-key a bop. I love that song. It'll get in my head it sometimes. It stuck in my head after that. I was like, oh, hey, look, Regina. Experience Regina. That's all my previously on that. I, I can't had. wait to go to Canada one day. We all need to take a trip. Uh, I saw this post that just came through my news feed that was a like a glamping place, which I like to camp. I've never been glamping before, but I imagine it's a lot like camping without having to set anything up yourself. Yeah. But it was somewhere in British Columbia, and it was, God, it was just beautiful. All of Canada just seems so pretty. I know. It so, really does. It's on my list. 
Alright, well, today's episode, I I consider this a holiday slash season finale. I know Day Birthday isn't a real holiday, but it's a seventh episode, so it's kind of like a mixture in my opinion. Yeah, because like you said, it, it carries on the story, the actively carries on the storyline, so yeah. it's not a standalone, but it is a episode seven, so. Yeah, I feel like the format's almost set up in a holiday way. And it seemed short yeah it's, it was very uh, short 19 minutes because as i was taking my notes mm-hmm. i was like oh it's over already oh i was so <laughs> glad it was short because i don't think i could have gotten notes in if it had been longer oh, it, and it's my own fault i overnote but, <laughs> but anyway. you pay such close attention to all the little background details i really thought oh no i'm not gonna have enough notes to say much of anything about this but that last scene is probably two pages worth of really? my notes yeah <laughs> the last scene for me uh yeah i guess it is kind of a little bit longer. I have so many things to say and questions to ask. So, <laughs> all right, let's get into it. All right. Day Beer's Day, season eight, episode seven, released December 25th, 2019. 19 minutes and nine seconds long, which is super short. It might have been, it, this might be the shortest one we've ever done. Yeah. I can't remember how long that other one was that it was like, God, that was short. But I feel like it was only like 20 or 21 minutes. This yeah. may be the shortest one. Yeah. So, Jared and Jacob wrote this, and Jacob directed it, and again, like we said, we think they did the whole season. Yeah, this was a good season. This this season was finally, I feel like six and seven kind of got us in a slump. It did. This season has been much better, I think. Yes, it's picked us back up. Well, yeah, let let me ask that just really quick before we get too deep. Overall, did you enjoy it? This episode or this season? This episode? Overall, yes, I did. I did too. Yeah. Okay. All right, so quick synopsis. It's day birthday and Katie takes a trip. That is the shortest synopsis. <laughs> Short synopsis for a short episode. Very quick and to the point. I guess yeah. that's true. There's not much more that could be said. Cause yeah, that's basically the whole story. <laughs> that's everything. So, cold open. Well, you've seen some pretty outrageous things in your life, but nothing more outrageous than what you've seen the other day. Katie, Wayne, and Rosie, sitting at the bar at Modine's, discuss their favorite superheroes with Gail. Wayne is Batman, Rosie surmises, because he's quiet and mysterious. No mystique, big mistake, (laughs) confirms Wayne. And I feel like that's fitting for Wayne. That's fitting for Wayne, yeah. They were all naming off DC. I noticed that. Until, doesn't Gail say... Gail says... Oh my gosh, why why am I blanking? Do you know... Uh, Deadpool. Deadpool, right? yes. Yeah. Isn't that Marvel, though? That's Marvel. Okay, so I was wondering if there was, like, a contract or something where it's like, we can't say well, whatever, but... I noticed that they only listed off DC characters, and I like Marvel more. Well, at least, yeah. So Movies-wise? Yeah, movies-wise. That's a pretty big consensus, I think. Yeah. Sorry I had a complete brain... It's okay, because all I wanted fart. to say was Ryan Reynolds... And then I was like, but who does Ryan she, Reynolds play? Yes, exactly. <laughs> she said Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> she said, and he's my favorite, so. The great Canadian superhero, <laughs> exactly. Ryan Reynolds. Yes. <laughs> Don't you know? Okay, Gail warns that the message has not been received by Riley and Jonesy, who enter shirtless and wearing compression shorts. Wayne does not bother to turn around. He smells body spray and knows it can't be good. <laughs> Katie and Gail express skepticism about the tights, to which Riley defiantly replies that the look is a small price to pay for the scientific competitive edge. Katie points out that they look exactly like Lululemons, Lululemons, yeah. which the hockey players deny. And I'll just say, I've never gotten into Lululemons. I never got into it either. 
I had some friends that sold it. What's the other one? Uh, LuLaRoe? LuLaRoe. Yeah, I think that's like a... Lululemons. Not not Lululemon. Uh, What was the other one? The other legging company that everybody sold for a little while. Um, I think you're thinking of LuLaRoe. I I think that's what it's called. Because I just remember the only reason that name... in particular sticks with me is because it's it counts or she named it for her grandkids uh-huh. and it's lucy something and rosie or so i don't know like she she was like yes i need she just made a big deal about it and that stuck in my head because i kept getting it confused with lululemon there's too many lulus there's too it's, many it's all i could know <laughs> and that doesn't seem like it should be a common name no i i think i'm i'm incorrect lululemon's just they do a lot of like yoga pants and stuff like that now that's going to annoy me. What am I thinking of? There's another one that is kind of at the front of my mind, but I can't name it. I, I can't figure it out. But people on Facebook keep trying to sell it, and they're $80 shorts that should not be that expensive. Yeah, I uh, I had some friends who sold the ones that I'm thinking of, and I can't think of what it is, so I'm going to Google it real quick. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> I'm going to... Keep, keep going, going. Yeah. Really Riley also notes that their junk is visible not because of the compression tights, but because of the new underwear they're wearing called bags, which separates your dink from your balls and your balls from your leg by dropping them in <laughs> into a little pouch, just like I can't do it. They were good at that, though. I I will give them that. Out of their argument, that was a selling point. (laughs) Wayne can only marvel compression tights that put your junk out there and then special underwear that make your junk stick out even more. A formula the hockey players are fine with. No mystique. Big mistake. You're not going to get any chicks dressing like gays. What if they are gay? Then they're definitely not going to get any chicks now. Your junk looks like it wants to shake my hand. You stuff a winter glove down there? Looks like a Ziploc baggie full of carrot sticks to me. Small price to pay for the scientific competitive edge boys. I loved when Jonesy <laughs> did the wink at Katie like you tell me Katie <laughs> you Cat. T- I know I wrote that joke. <laughs> that you tell me Katie cutest. Cat. It was LuLaRoe. Yeah, you were right. Okay. I, I was thinking it was something else for some reason. Well, there's so there's three or four of them. There's a lot. And they all sound very similar, or yeah. they get mixed up in my brain just because I have no interest in any of them, <laughs> and so I kind of block that out. Have you ever done an MLM? I don't think so. I no. Uh, there was one that I did for very a very short amount of time, just because, like I said in the last episode, like I'm not a salesperson, and I hated that aspect of it. Mm-hmm. But that's what the Lulu Row kind of ended up being was yeah. just big MLM kind of scam and yeah no. which there are people I mean if you get in early some people make bags off of that but <laughs> <laughs> are, are we now a commercial for bags <laughs> I'm sure Josh can edge, find <laughs> competitive edge get your row now Josh needs to find a very good pop sound they can get I'm sure you can just clip the Pop from Riley and Josie. <laughs> they did great each time. But I have a question for you. Uh-huh. What superhero is your favorite? Oh, Spider-Man. Oh, duh. I He's just that. so completely wholesome. Any of the Peter Parkers, I think, are wholesome. But yes. Miles is also super wholesome. Yeah. And 
I, you know how I feel about Tom. Probably uh, gonna marry Thomas. him at some time. Yeah. <laughs> so okay, <sighs> Spider Man. What about you? I'm trying to. <laughs> you asked me a question. You I know. Prepared to Here's hear the thing. Answer. I always am surprised at my own questions. Um, <laughs> I think honestly, and maybe it's just a Robert Downey Jr. thing, but I really love Iron Man mm-hmm. because. He's just smart and a smart ass. Like there it's his superpower is being smart and an asshole. Yeah. And he does it incredibly well, especially the how Robert Downey Jr. portrays yes. him is like, yeah. And I don't know the comics if that's as true to character as you know, if he's made it. He's made, if that's just his own take on the character, but I I really love everything about it. Mm, I could yeah. It's like aspirational in the sense that I couldn't do that, but I oh, feel I like I could if I tried hard enough. Yes. <laughs> um, maybe I can be Iron Man one day. <laughs> I am Iron Man. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think about running in your undies or compression tights? Um, I think that it would have to do with how I felt like I looked in them. If I looked like Riley in them, I might, but... Right now, I probably wouldn't. <laughs> That's true. I feel like... Okay, I had this down for a side note, but I feel like they're getting sh- because they're kind of trying to play it as like, oh, that's feminine, and you shouldn't do that because that's... Nah, or whatever. But if you think about culture right now, mm-hmm. we watched SNL the other night where Post Malone and Selena Gomez were on, mm-hmm. and he just straight up was wearing a skirt twice and he knocked it out he just wears it with confidence harry styles wears earrings harry styles people give him crap and i find him so attractive it is it's attractive i mean wear wear whatever you want if you wear it well if it makes you look good feel good if you wear that with confidence completely agree yeah completely agree there was a time when they were like no women can't wear pants and you know another time when men wore dresses all the time harry styles said when he was asked about that him wearing because he does wear a lot of things that you would think of as being traditionally feminine Mm -hmm. and he said if you are closing yourself off to that there's a whole other side of fashion that you're missing out on. Yeah, I agree. Godiva. <laughs> Quit being extra. Look at she, her. I think she pooped. <laughs> okay. <laughs> She's like, I've caught. <laughs> Please, they'll never know. Okay. <laughs> that was so cute. Uh, Katie's outfit was cute too, though. I mean, it was just kind of her regular spiel, mm-hmm. just cute little shorts and a tank, but she looked too. And I think Riley and Jonesy. They looked good for wearing compression shorts. I liked Riley's more than Jonesy's, just the style. <laughs> like, not style, because they're the exact same, but the pattern on it. Yes. I liked it. It was a little darker, and that's probably one I would wear. I don't like big, flashy stuff, especially if I'm wearing something super tight. Yeah. I put, one, there's nothing wrong with compression tights, and two, the ball sack hammock things have great <laughs> reviews. So, hey. I actually thought about getting some for Nate. I haven't yet, but is this I, a real? That's a real company? product. I don't know if Balls is a real company. <laughs> bags, bags, whatever it's called. <laughs> no, but that is even better. Uh, but I have seen <laughs> balls, ball. balls, balls, and bags, bags and balls. <laughs> oh Lord Jesus, help me! That type of undergarment is a real thing, though, and I've heard that it does help with 
chafing and yeah. not to be extra gross, but how old man balls sag down super far. <laughs> that kind of just helps with some. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I will say, Wayne, shut up. Men can chafe. Women can chafe. Everybody chafes. Yes. It's just a part of life if something is rubbing together. Get off your high horse. Oh, Wayne and his high horse. Probably okay. chafing up on his high horse. <laughs> um, what did you think about Alexander in this? Alexander laughing at his own joke was funny. His <laughs> Confucius <laughs> joke. <laughs> but I have heard that joke before, I think. <laughs> but that was, I thought he was funny. I unpaught. That is so funny. <laughs> I laughed at it a lot longer than I care to admit, to be honest. Confucius say, a man who stand on toilet is high on pot. It was, that was a good one. Those, those Confucius jokes. Uh, Wayne sitting there like that was giving me some Shorzy vibes, though. Because that's like how sh- yeah. how it always, the shot of Shorzy that's at true. a bar always is. is just him from the back not turning around to engage. Mm-hmm. But if you look, his ears and neck were really red. And I wonder if he, if it was like so much that he couldn't turn around and do the scene without laughing. So he just was like, I'm just going to not look. I do feel like he gets red and... A little shaky sometimes when he's trying to hold it in. And from what I've seen in the bloopers, he's the one that cracks the most out of everybody. Because <laughs> he's a little gingery, and people that are a little gingery have that skin that just doesn't lie. Like, you, you get very flushed very easily for things. I wrote down duck, and I don't know what that's about. Duck. I've really got to elaborate on my notes more. (laughs) (laughs) I don't have anything about that. Okay, Josh might figure it out. (laughs) So Lululemon comes along, revolutionizes the female ass game. Dudes love it because they secretly want to wear it. These are nothing like Lululemon. They're exactly like Lululemons. Okay, yeah, but they're not Lululemons. It looks like a duck and quacks like a duck. They're not! I think that's all I have for that little part. When he goes to turn around and then it's like... No, can't do it. Jesus. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And turns back around. That was really funny. But other... That was probably the funniest part to me, even though it was Wayne kind of being a dick. Other than Riley saying... Or Jonesy saying, you tell me, Katie Cat. That part was... That was a really good line. And Andrew delivered it really well. Yes. I was like... (laughs) Which, I mean, that's just kind of like a flirty one-liner. So I feel like they probably joke around like that on set all the time. It's an easy Mm -hmm. thing. They, they really made me laugh. And Alex, I loved this whole scene. They made me laugh. Alexander made me laugh. I didn't love the attitude coming off the judgy stools. but The judgy stools, <laughs> yes. Other than that, it was, a, it was a fun time. That's all I have. Okay. Well, I will ask you, mm-hmm. do you think that if a guy doesn't have a little bit of mystique about him, that it is a mistake? People who just completely wear their emotions or whatever on their sleeves do you think that is a fault would you like someone to be a bit more mysterious or do you like to just i don't to be completely honest i think for me i just like to know i like to know what's up i consider it an honesty for me it feels more adult but that just might be me personally i it was at the point when I met Josh where I was so sick of 
trying to figure out where you were emotionally. Where's our relationship at? Like, I don't give a f I just need you to tell me I'd. like an adult. <laughs> this way is fine. This way is fine. This way is fine. I just need to know. Yeah, I agree. I, I think that Mystique is overrated. I think Mystique, if you're actively trying to keep it, is immature. Yeah. It's one thing if you're just not an overly public you know like you yes. don't have to share everything on you don't Facebook have to be obnoxious or yeah. about it but if you are trying to like oh i can't let her know how i feel because i've got to keep this air of mystique no not not so much not not into that no. but I, a lot of people are i used to be i used to be one of those people where i thought you know it kept it kept people on my mind because you know you're thinking about them trying to figure out what's going on and it was and, like a game trying to figure them out. But at a certain point, you're just like, I'm tired of playing. Yes. Yeah. I would just like to win, please. I just <laughs> want to win. Yes. Dirk sits uncomfortably at Modine's bar while Gail makes conversation <laughs> aggressively. Yeah. <laughs> asking why he's taking his little cousin to Quebec for his 18th birthday. He points out the drinking age is lower but Gail points out they have the best strippers in Canada. Rosie and Wayne enter, and Wayne grabs Dirks by the face, saying he's just dying for a piece of him. He is fetched by Katie and departs. Everybody in your town likes me except for you, cute butt. <laughs> you know, I like he throws in that little cute butt. <laughs> but once he's gone, Gail, Bonnie, and Rosie agree. I don't like that dude. Cracks I, are showing. Yeah. I don't like how he wears a t-shirt with the joggers and boots. Have you I made a note about that. It feels, I, feel, I don't know, strange. It's just strange in a way. He he wears a black t-shirt, black kind of like Adidas-y looking pants, yeah. and brown boots. And that's just weird to me. If he was wearing white sneakers, I think it would be a whole different look. It'd look a lot nicer. What's something about the brown boots? If he was wearing a t-shirt and slacks or jeans with boots, it would be different but i don't know the combo of those three things is strange. strange yeah but again we were just saying you gotta wear everything with confidence and he's yeah, confident he's, if nothing else that's true <laughs> that is true dirk's checking out bonnie mm -hmm. and then rosie and then rosie do you think gail was being passive aggressive absolutely okay i thought so too but, <laughs> but also she's just very strange and so the spastic way she's talking isn't could super be. out of character. <laughs> yeah, it could just be Gail. Like, it could be somebody behind him that she's screaming vulgarities at. And the last part where she's talking about Quebec has the best strippers, he's like, are you talking to me? Yes, is that to I me just want to clarify. Me? <laughs> yeah, I put him checking out Bonnie and Rosie. I, I can't defend you on that because in the last episode I said, you know, I didn't seem like he was checking these people out. He was just making conversation and da-da-da-da. But he was actively looking. Breaking his neck. Yes, this time. And so I, I have Which no is defense. so strange. I, because he's sitting there in front of people from Katie's Town. Why would he do this? In Katie's Town, at Katie's Bar, yeah. And up until now, with the exception of, you know, in, when he was actively in a strip club, mm -hmm. he hadn't done anything like this, you know. He, he was likable up until this point. Yeah. Or... We were giving him a second chance to be likable. Yes. Up he's, until this point. He's been in the bar and around other females before without doing anything untoward, you know? He has the capacity to be a better man. Yes. I like that he calls Wayne Big Daddy and then Cute Butt, though. 
I mean, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was funny. But Gail and Wayne both like super aggressive. Gail with her coughs and Wayne coming up and grabbing his face like that. If I had been Dirks, I would not have handled that as well as he did. He kind of just takes it. But like that's something that would have pissed me off. Somebody coming up and just grabbing my face like that. I am fucking dying for a piece of you. Oh, I've been dead. I am just dying to get you. Do you think that he did that because he just doesn't like Darks, or did he see him checking out Rosie? I think it was a combination. I yeah. think he's, I, I'm pretty sure he saw him checking out Rosie, and that's why he was like, hey, I'm here Give too. Give me a reason. Yeah. Uh, but that was laid on top of, I would love to get a piece of you anyway. Mm -hmm. You know, he's never liked him. Doesn't <laughs> like him at all. That's true. Just looking for an excuse to beat the <laughs> shit out of him. So this was... I have two questions. Uh-huh. How do we know that Quebec has the best strippers in Canada? Was there some sort of poll? Ha! <laughs> or something? <laughs> there was some sort of poll, Megan. <laughs> there was a poll. Or two. <laughs> but I'm just saying... Yeah, what's the criteria... I mean, how, objectively, how, how was, do you figure that out? Do you go to every strip club in Canada? Or, I don't know. <laughs> That's a good question. And would you think that Katie would care if he went for his cousin's birthday to a strip club? I don't think Katie would have cared that he went to a strip club. I feel like, yeah, I'm torn. I don't... I'm leaning more towards I don't think she would care that much. Yeah. If it was a boys' night out and he wasn't actively... You know, he didn't go home with a stripper when... She met him, which, of course, they started that thing then. But I guess in her head, she would think, okay, he can go on a normal trip to a strip club and just come home, mm -hmm. you know, like people do. do. Yeah. Not everybody who goes to a strip club ends up sleeping with a stripper. <laughs> Duh. Did she not know that he was going? I mean, she says later on, like, he took his cousin to Quebec for his birthday. I just assumed she knew he went to a strip club. I think... Or did it seem from like... From her answer, either during the scene or the next scene, she's thinking they're just going up there so his cousin can drink. Can drink. Um, and he... I guess now that I... I mean, I just am the one who asked that question, but he kind of made it seem to Gail like that's not why he was going. Or maybe he just avoided the question. Possibly. He didn't say specifically... He wasn't going yeah. for a strip club. So I'm thinking his blanket deniability yes. in that would, would work. Gotcha. I was wondering, but of course my question gets answered later, about the status of Wayne and Rosie because they are super, super comfortable, mm -hmm. as you can tell in this scene. I didn't know if they were yet dating because they've been acting kind of like they're dating for the past few episodes. We kind of find that out later on. And... It does break my heart a little bit because that scene, in the end of the scene where Katie pops in, you can tell how happy she is. She has just got joy on her face when she sees him, and then she's like, we're going to a movie, come on, let's go. And she just looks so excited, just mm -hmm. happy to be with him. Still, still young love, early love. Yeah, it hurts my heart. Yes. I hate when people leave their drinks like that, though. Like when Katie comes to get him, he leaves like that much whiskey or whatever it is that he's drinking in the cup. I was like, that's like $8 worth of alcohol that you just got up and left. And for some reason, that just really annoyed me. Amber volunteers his tribute. Oh, you my God. Don't leave that much whiskey Why are you going to buy a drink and then just leave it? Drink your drink. I also made a quick note at the very end of this scene. Gail's obviously on board with not liking Dirks. And I 
know this for a fact once I see she's seeing how Wayne's treating Dirks when Katie's not there and she warns him when Katie comes in the door so yeah. she's on board with it like you you can grab this guy by the face and I'm not gonna say a darn thing I'll just sit here and watch wait but Katie's here okay so just so you know yeah and I could kind of see Bonnie not liking him just because Wayne doesn't like him but Gail seemed to really like him in the previous episodes and yes. so it seemed like kind of a big switch when did she start disliking him i don't know but i will say that in this particular scene he was much more Gross. unlikable mm -hmm. yeah does he say zoot zoot <laughs> like <laughs> zoot <-alo. laughs> Uh, okay, and that's all I have for that scene. Uh, that's all I had too. <laughs> I love seeing you all were giggling about it, and I said it two or three times today to people at work, and they're like, "What are you talking? What about? are you talking about?" And that's when you're like, "Hey, I got this podcast." <laughs> no, no, I promise you. <laughs> I don't need people at work to know that I have a podcast. <laughs> the, the people I work with specifically would not watch Letterkenny and would pray for me if they knew that I watched it much slitch. Like, the fact that I talk about it for hours on end is probably going to be even worse. So. Repent. <laughs> Repent. <laughs> oh, man. Okay, two days later, Wayne and Rosie are reading and flirting together. She sits next to him and compliments how his pants fit. He replies that it's a good pant, as the gal at the store had called it also a jean. <laughs> He gets an incoming call from Marie Fred and declines it. And Rosie is sympathetic. Rosie offers two strong hands to help with his chorin, and they can go over there together. He accepts, but has something further to ask. So what would you say if, like, we started going, like, most places together? Which I thought was the cutest way to it ask her really to go steady. <laughs> It was actually kind of adorable. It, it was. Pitter-patter, she replies, It's a big day in Letterkenny. The Hicks and the Skids are already drinking. It's day beers day at Modine's. Although Stuart adds nose beers into the mix. While Mrs. McMurray is a pint of gin in already. McMurray figures one of these days they can just fill up the bathtub with gin and skip the middleman. <laughs> Jesus. Okay. So, tell me your thoughts. Like, it's kind of two separate yeah, scenes together. Yeah, they kind of added it together. Uh, Wayne being cute with the book was nice. I like it whenever Wayne is silly. cute and, yeah, like silly in his own little Wayne way. And it's only really openly like that with Derry, Dan, and Rosie, and Katie sometimes, yeah. And he he was with Marie Fred, I think, too. Yes, um, which is why I think she pulled us back in. Yeah. But, you know, he's not like that often. Even, I think, when he's being kind of silly with Dan and Derry, sometimes it's not the it's same. Different. as yeah. yeah, I agree. It's different vibes. What, so after that we go over there together? Don't threaten me with a good time. So what would you say if, like, well, we started going, like, most places together. I'd say pitter-patter. Him telling Rosie, because Rosie says, I don't like that guy. And he yes. says, there's no reason to get excited. There's no reason to get excited. 
But he literally just like grabbed his face and Modine's and was like, give me a you're reason. You're a little excited. <laughs> so. Well, I put down, okay, so no one actually likes this dude then, but nobody's telling Katie this. Yeah. Which, I guess in the defense of that a little bit is all they have to go on is probably a bad vibe. And it seems, and this is, you know, some from what we've already seen and some from later on in the episode, but it seems like most of the people that don't like him don't like him now just because Wayne doesn't. And it's like, Possibly. oh, you know, this is Wayne's opinion of this guy, so this is, I'm not going to like him either then. Which kind of pisses me off, but at the same time... <sighs> it's like you know he deserves it, but if he didn't deserve it, then there's nothing he could have done about it. Yeah, it's like these people just have already... Well, they formed an opinion about him, and then they changed it just because Wayne didn't like it. Because a lot of people have seemed to like him up until this point. Enjoy his company. Yeah. but At again, least a bit. You yeah. and Kayla mentioned this past episode... It'll be two episodes from this one mm -hmm. that he's probably just used to having to come in and make that first initial good impression mm -hmm. and then not having to take that any further. Yeah. Not having to have some follow up to that. It's easy to like him for a little while, but the longer he's around, maybe the more, like you said, cracks start showing. Mm -hmm. So, What do you think of licking your finger and flipping pages? Does that bother you? It doesn't bother me the way that it seems to bother Rosie, but if somebody was doing it the way that Wayne was doing it, I think it would bother me too. I don't always lick my finger before I have to change a page, but if you have been, like you work in an office, so if you're going through paperwork a lot, sometimes you have to. You have you to. You have to, yeah. It's it's not optional. <laughs> but you he just, was just being silly. He was being silly. Have you ever read the book that he was reading? I've the never Black read it. The Black Donnellys. I wrote it down because I wanted to look into it, but I have not ever read it. I've, I've never even heard of it. I hadn't either. So, uh, But I feel like it's a book Jared likes if it's in the show. Yeah. You know? It's something he actually likes. Did it annoy you when he was saying pant and jean and like... Not so much. I used to, I used to work in retail, uh -huh. specifically in a bunch of different clothing stores, and sometimes people would call it that. It I've never actually heard somebody call it that really, before. Yeah, it it was very rare, but I mean, you can't just be like you're wrong and you're stupid. Yeah. Oh God, if only you could. <laughs> you're wrong and you're stupid. So it it was fine. I think he was just nitpicking at her. Like, in a way that is flirtatious. Yeah. But it was also... I thought the scene between the two of them was cute. Because mm -hmm. she's telling him that his, he looks good in his pants. Yeah. And he's just flirting in a Wayne way. Yes. Yeah. That's not how everybody flirts. And not... It wouldn't be cute on everybody. But that's, you know, that's Wayne being flirtatious and cute. And it works for him. Yeah, sometimes I know that Josh and I are pleased with ourselves too much. <laughs> you know, when it's just you two and you're being silly in the way that you're just silly with the person that you're with, uh -huh. you know? But then you think about, man, if people saw us right now, we'd probably come off super obnoxious. <laughs> yes, I think I have that thought almost daily. <laughs> so, Like, we're very pleased with ourselves, but <laughs> no one else is probably pleased. He gets my jokes. Exactly. Nobody else has to. <laughs> Uh, Rosie making it easier was sweet, too. And she's like, is it getting any easier after Marie Fred calls? And she's yeah. like, it's been a tough go. Is it getting easier? And he says, yep. And that kind of makes her smile. I thought that was real sweet, too. And I like that they kind of 
can talk about things like that. Mm -hmm. At least acknowledge it. Because Wayne is very build the wall up around himself yeah. and push but, it away. You know, he didn't try to hide the phone or, like, not let her know that that was Marie Fred calling. He He's being not open, like, bringing it up, mm -hmm. but not also trying to ignore that it's happening or pretend he never had another relationship or he's not he doesn't change the situation based on who's around mm -hmm. at least with her specifically and i don't think he would have really talked about it really with even dan and Derry. no and i think katie would have gone in on marie fred saying negative things or what have you and he would just not want to talk about it yeah. so i feel like he would have reacted differently with all the others but he reacted honestly with rosie and, and just fully himself if that makes any sense yeah how he asks her to i took that as like him asking her like will you be my girlfriend will you be my girlfriend <laughs> circle yes or no <laughs> but it was it, so stinking cute it was <laughs> and International Beer Day, which I feel like I didn't even look it up. I'm assuming it's not a real holiday, even, you know, like one of the fake ones that they make up. But I wish it was. Day Beer's Day. Day Beer's Day. <laughs> Nose beers. <laughs> We've been doing it the 225th annual Day Beer's Day. <laughs> so I will sometimes make up holiday. It, this is part of the we were pleased with ourselves and we're, we think we're super cute. So sometimes I'll make up holidays like work holidays uh -huh. until joshie needs to come visit me at work because it's uh international bring your husband to work and your dog to work at the same time day <laughs> and stuff like that and he's like please shut up you're not as funny as you think you are it's national take your wife a iced coffee to work day exactly <laughs> whatever it is it's national appreciation or whatever week yes. or something like that it's like internationally recognized you have to bring me a coffee yes <laughs> Don't be a poopy pants. <laughs> I I love this episode for all the reasons you assume that I probably love this episode. Everybody is together and it is awesome and it just makes me smile. Just reading my notes because I'm, you know, all I did was I listed off who we see in what order. Mm -hmm. And just the fact that they're all there together just makes me so happy. Mm -hmm. I just love it. Yeah. But they're sitting outside, and I don't know why. <laughs> I don't know why either. I don't know why they're not in the bar. My they could original, be day drinking in the bar. My I know. My original thought was that it was too early for the bar to be open, but then they couldn't be bringing them alcohol out either. They couldn't bring alcohol out to them to give to them, I yeah. would think. If, the bar, if it was too early for the bar to be open, then they couldn't be selling it to them outside either. Yes. I just think also... I think they couldn't be getting trashed outside of a bar. Isn't that... Public intoxication? Yes, which that might be an American brain thing that I'm... You know, it could be a different thing in Canada, but I just feel like there's some illegal scenario happening right yeah. there. Shenanigans. I mean, especially with Stuart, but possibly with the rest of them. And Mrs. McMurray is trashed. She comes... Yeah. Are they a lot for you this episode? Because I feel like they probably are. Happy Day Beers Day, Toot Lamont. I think you had more like a fishbowl of gin there, Ms. Mag. More like a salad balls of gins. <laughs> more like a waste paper back set full of gin. Attaboy. I mean, one of these days we'll just fill up the bathtub with gin, baby. Just give them a moment. They were a lot 
they were not as much as they have been. And I think it's maybe just, I feel like their stories were crude, but maybe didn't last quite as long as some of the other ones. Mm -hmm. They were a bit much, but they weren't so much not that it terrible. was, yeah, it yeah. didn't detract from the episode for me. Okay. It maybe didn't add all the things that I <laughs> love, but. <laughs> okay. So the McMurray's both hammered. Volunteer that Quebec has the best strippers on earth. Plus, you can touch them. The tits. <laughs> the tits. <laughs> the tits. <laughs> Miss McMurray says in 9 out of 10, in fact, you can suck on them. They begin to tell a story about the time they had with a stripper, and Katie hurries and exits, intending to drive to the States to help Dirks and his cousin with their hangovers. She narrowly misses Riley and Jonesy, who had intended to make a run at her. But think about making a run at Bonnie, having heard Katie has a new boyfriend. Used two are the worst, says Dan. <laughs> oh, Lord. When they're talking about how drunk Mrs. McMurray is already, and they're listing off different things that she could potentially put gin in, I would think of as a, a fishbowl bigger than a salad bowl. Because Katie says fishbowl... And then Dan says salad bowl like it's the next size yes. up. But I think a fishbowl is bigger. A fishbowl is at least more efficient. Yeah. If nothing else. Yeah, the top kind of closes in a little. Keeps all your alcohol from spilling. Exactly. <laughs> we sound like alcoholics. I mean, if we're going to get trash, we're going to do it efficiently. We're going to just fill up a bathtub for you, baby. What do you think about Katie's surprise plan? I think she's trying to be sweet, but also... I wouldn't be making a trip to a different country without having some sort of plan in place first. Without speaking to him yeah. first. I was a little thrown off at first because it, I remembered it incorrectly and I originally thought she was going to meet him in Quebec, but then I you know, heard her say he's back from Quebec. Mm. So that makes a little bit more sense. She obviously knows where she's going, so she's probably been there before. It is a different country, so it's a pretty big trip. I'd say at least a couple hours. Yeah. And I wouldn't just drop in. No, I wouldn't either. I, especially that, even if it is a four-hour drive or so, mm -hmm. that's something I would want to, like, hey, are you even home? Again, I think she's just trying to be sweet, because she even says, like, that's something a girlfriend would do. Like, she's... So bad at being a girlfriend, she's not quite sure what a good girlfriend does. So mm -hmm. she's trying to be a good girlfriend, which is, like, good for you, Katie. It was kind of sweet. Yeah. That's a whole lot better than gloating about screwing up your ex-boyfriends. But I would have wanted to make sure that the person that I was... Because, you know, what if he was working that day? or What, what if, if he'd he said was... it his cousins? Yeah. What if, what if they were still in Quebec? Or what if, you know, what if he was out having lunch and just didn't, you know... Just didn't know you were coming. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I said the McMurrays have definitely sexually harassed strippers in Quebec. Yes. <laughs> oh my God. Because they absolutely my have. My immediate thought was, mm, you probably can't touch them, and they just did. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Don't touch strippers. Leave them alone. Let them do their job and give them money. That's what. What did you think about all their hating on Yanks? When they find out that Katie has an American boyfriend. Uh, I mean, I wasn't surprised. I wrote down, are they against Yanks in the sense that everyone from the U.S. is a Yank? Or <laughs> in the sense that northern U.S. The people states. that we call Yankees. <laughs> yes, because we have Yanks. Which, I, I mean, I don't have anything against them. 
But what, what did you think about it? Made me kind of sad. It made me a little sad too because I was like, oh, I want to be your friend. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we love you and we're American. Don't but, hate us all. And then I was confused too because they don't really get into it till later. But yeah, I was a little bit bummed. <laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs> like, hey, man. And then. So Katie's off limits after that. So he's like, I'll take a run at Bonnie Murray. <laughs> run at Bonnie. And she, she says, you're so beneath her. And he says, I'd love to be high. <laughs> I know. And that was Jonesy again, too, wasn't it? He's gotten really good one-liners this episode. The little ha added in at the end he's there. He's so pleased himself. Was hilarious to me. Andrew's doing good work in this episode. Yeah. It's working for me. Yes, and I it agree. is working for me. <laughs> it's so working for me, Glenn Boyd. Yes. Oh man, he's not in this, is he? Mm-mm. Oh, that's a little bit of a bummer. Yeah. Only like he would have really added to like oh, if yeah. he had been like the one bringing them beers out or something. Mm-hmm. I think could have been some gold there. But you know I how agree. I feel about Glenn. So. Okay, so now now back at the farmhouse, Katie's path is blocked by Gus. It takes some cajoling to get him to move, but he eventually does, and that made me so sad. It was a, this was a sweet little scene. Like it, I don't. That's all I have note wise is like Katie talking to Gus is sweet. It mm-hmm. just you just a good boy, and I like that she just was kind of like nice to him and talked to him. Like yeah, and that was that was the whole scene, but <laughs> it was cute. I put a couple of notes. Some strange music is playing, because it's definitely something that I would have attributed more to Stuart. It's a little synthy mm. kind of. So I was, I was confused that it was put on a Katie scene. It doesn't really seem to be... I wouldn't think of it as her type of music, but... And then she's dressed cute, and she's obviously not bothered just, you know, getting ready to go see her boyfriend, just Mm -hmm. like a normal day. And I feel like Gus is trying to protect her. (laughs) Yes, like, don't go and get your feelings hurt and just stay here with me and rub my belly and everything will be okay. Yeah, I was like, always listen to dogs. (laughs) Always listen, unless they're whining for another treat, which Diva's not in here anymore, but (laughs) is normally what she is doing. Yes. He's a good boy. They cut back to Modine's. So back at Modine's, Riley and Jonesy explain why they hate Yanks. When growing up, they'd play U.S. teams in tournaments and get thrashed because their teams would recruit from all around the country flying and flying for practice. It pitted the best players in the country against the best players from their county. Stewart hates Yanks as well as they're the first to steal and catalog everyone's online data and will eventually leak it. Hence, the skids venture into the dark web. Dark web. Dark web. web. (laughs) is skeptical about their sources. www.heresthething.edu are special parts, bud. (laughs) (laughs) So, when they cut back to Daybeard's Day, and they always kind of start that, Daybeard's, Daybeard's. Yeah. My favorite thing is when Rold goes, Stir. Stir. Funny and so cute. Daybears, 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 no spears, Stuart. It gets a little sassier the second time around because he <laughs> he says no spears. It's almost like he's Stuart, stop! Uh, just yeah. Why are you doing that? No, you're being so funny. And I'm a little sad because I guess I don't know. If, I can't remember if Gail's out there still at this point, but. 
This is exactly what Riley and Jonesy were trying to do a few episodes ago. They just wanted a club that was a bro hang. Right? And everybody assumed that they must just want to be sleeping with guys. Yeah, that... I don't know. It, it makes me mad that they're so mean to our boys for I no agree. reason. <laughs> well, this is just a Riley and Jonesy stand podcast. Yes. <laughs> We're going to change the name from Not My Forte to Our Boys. <laughs> our Boys. So... I am assuming this is probably true. I bet the U.S. does creating hockey teams at a, I don't know if it's like a semi-pro or not quite pro level. They probably do pull from a bunch of different states just because it's not very popular here. Yeah, I was going to say, when you think of who plays hockey, Canadians play hockey. At least to me. So baseball is America's pastime. Hockey is Canada. So that's something... Not everywhere in America is going to be good at hockey, so yeah. pull from here and here and here to form a team. I would say mostly northern states. The closer to Canada, the more hockey you've probably played. Yeah, it's someplace that at least the lakes freeze over in the wintertime because they don't here. And yeah. so it's not like... Like, we have an ice skating rink in Knoxville, but and we have a, ho- a hockey team in Knoxville, but it's yeah. not... A super popular sport. We I still would gotta say. go though. I would like to go to a game. It's one of those things I wouldn't buy season tickets or something. Nah. But I'd like to go and do a game or two, you know? I went to one in college and I feel like I just was more focused on drinking than the actual game. <laughs> Understandable. But, yeah. They do sev- they do different nights, like they do theme nights and they do lots of themes. Yeah. And they must get paid decently well if they are being flown in for practice three times a week. That's a lot of flying. A yeah. lot of expensiveness. Yes. I did appreciate, I said, thank you, Derry, for looking for the why rather than just hating us. That's true. <laughs> yeah. At least a little bit of that. And then when the skids start scoffing and they turn it into a beatbox. <laughs> I love that. That was so funny. They're so nerdy but the, and they did a good job though. So cute though. <laughs> I was secondhand embarrassed but at the same time it was really cute. Yeah. If somebody was going to start just beatboxing, I think I would feel embarrassed for them. <laughs> and not in like a mean way, but just in like a I don't want you to embarrass yourself, and so I'm going to go ahead and feel embarrassed for you right so now. I'm taking this burden yes. for you. But <laughs> so you do you. I wrote down, I am a little bit excited, though, because I feel like they feel comfortable enough to be weird around them now. Yeah. Because normally Stuart is on it. He has to be impressive mm-hmm. and cool all the time and he wants to be what you think is cool all the time i feel like when they were younger definitely fell into their designated cliques and they're still in those you know like the hicks are the hicks and the hockey players are the hockey players and the skids are the skids mm-hmm. but as they are growing growing up as people and experiencing some personal growth even though they're not all exactly alike they f- have figured out how to coexist and be friends without all of them having to be hicks yes which i appreciate i do too (laughs) Derry says that he has nothing against yanks and the group acknowledges that on the whole they're good neighbors and that they are suspicious of dirks they all agree that they would go to any length to defend katie against an outsider so really quick before we get into the katie thing 
I was happy that Derry defended us yes. to a certain extent, and I said, yes, I would help Canada if I could, yes. you know? I feel like we would help Canada if they needed it. Yeah. I was like, I personally would try I, if I, I could. I think so, and yeah, I yes, I, I think we would. And a side note that I guess I got off on a side tangent. <laughs> so, you know how people are coming in from their Ukraine, like refugees, mm-hmm. some people are taking it in. Benedict Cumberpatch has a Ukraine family that's coming to live with him. I saw that. And I love that. It's one of those things where you see a bunch of celebrities always saying, you gotta help, you gotta help, you know, do what you can. And then he's putting his money where his mouth is. Somebody actually helping is, yes. yes, I love that man just in general, so Mm -hmm. to see that, I was like, A++. Good job. What a good dude. Good job. I don't like, again, this, I touched on this before. But they're all saying now that they don't like Dirks anymore. And they say, well, why not? Well, because Wayne doesn't like him. And that was their whole reasoning. He hadn't done anything to Katie yet that we know of. Mm-hmm. It was just because Wayne doesn't like him. So they're like, yep. All right. Yeah. That's why I don't like him. too." At least it came out of their mouth. I was glad to see them be honest about it. At least they were honest about it. Yeah, I suppose. But yeah, most of them liked him the last episode. I wrote down... I like the idea that they put out here where Dan says something along the lines of basically outsiders versus we take care of our own Mm -hmm. kind of situation. And I like that thought better than all for Katie, none for all, because (laughs) it's kind of how it felt sometimes. She's not treated a lot of these people the best. I had that same feeling of why would they all be willing to go to the mat for her? Yes. So hardcore. I could see some, I I can completely see like, you know, oh, he cheated on Katie. And so now we don't like him. But what Stuart even says, like I'd go through the wall for that girl. And it's like, but why? Yes. And that's why I liked Dan's explanation of you don't, you don't mess with Letterkenny. We mm-hmm. take care of our own, and he's an outsider. And if you come in and you mess with one of us, then we're all going to be after you. And I like that much better than for whatever Just reason. So wonderful, yes. Because let's be honest, <laughs> let's be honest. It's been a struggle Sarah. lately, so yeah, uh, I'll agree with that. It's like when you're a kid and you pick on your siblings, but if somebody else was to pick on your siblings, it's like no, you don't do that. Absolutely. So yeah, that's that's a better. I can accept that more yes. than just because Katie's so wonderful. <laughs> Agreed. <laughs> That's small towns on the snow globes for you. Boy, howdy. Yeah. We might bickers with each other's on the inside, but if someone from the outside comes a-knocking. All right, back at the farmhouse, Wayne answers a knock at the door and is surprised to see Marie Fred standing before him. She says she's sorry in French, and Wayne says she did not have to drive all the way over for that, but that is not the only reason she has come. She delivers the news that one of her cousins had a bachelor party at a strip club in Montreal a few days ago and saw a Yank who was buying everyone drinks and showing pictures of his hot girlfriend, Katie. They had come in with a bunch of girls and left with a bunch of girls. They pause and she asks if things have been getting any easier. Wayne says, yep. As a scantily clad Rosie walks through the room. I liked this. <laughs> what are your thoughts? 
You didn't like it? I... It was... Okay. It's not that I didn't like it. Okay. She seemed really sad, and it made me feel sad. I Well, I did write down, I, I respect that she said she was sorry. Mm-hmm. And I think I made, think she is sorry. Yeah, I I think she is too. I think and it I think it made Wayne sad. He did his little blinky thing that he does when he's upset and I'm like trying <laughs> he's not processing to cry. emotions. Yes, it's like emotion, emotion, emotion. <laughs> and she looked very cute. She did her. And this was one of those times. It was like she looks cute. Her hair looks really nice. It was like I feel like Megan right now. Like her hair is nice. Her makeup looked nice. <laughs> the way that she said. When he says, like, you didn't have to drive all the way out here. And she says, but I did. And the way she said that, it was like, I don't know. I, a little I, bit of you wants to forgive her. Yes. Mm -hmm. And that's probably a personal flaw of mine that it's like, okay, you said you're sorry and I forgive you. And yes, I'll just. And you're like, to what detriment am I going to let you just come, come back into my life? Yes, exactly. And I remember when I first watched this episode when Rosie walks through, it was like, oh, look at that. But this time, I don't know why. It kind of... It bothered you? It bothered me a little bit. Not too much to, like, be mad about it, but just I liked that it was like, no, you know, you, you had your chance, and I appreciate you saying you're sorry, but look, I am moving on, so I don't need you coming and messing that up. Mm -hmm. But it felt, again, like one of those things, like... Just being used as like, hey, look at this hot girl walking through the kitchen. It made you feel bad on Rosie's end of it a little bit. Kind like of? she was being used as as a prop rather as than a prop a person. Yeah, but but does a little <laughs> bit of you think that it was her that was being petty walking through there? Yes, that too though. Yeah, so it's kind of very conflicting feeling for mm -hmm. me because she definitely looked like. Hey, look at me. I'm walking through the kitchen in my underwear. Guess and, what we just did? And damn. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And look how good I look while I'm walking through the kitchen in my underwear. And the strip club just must bring out the worst in Dirks. But I also feel like this is strange because if he's at a strip club and he's drunk, if you're drunk and you're pulling out your phone and showing pictures of your girlfriend, that doesn't seem like a person you would be cheating on. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. If I got drunk and was not around... Nate, I would want to be texting Nate because that's who I would want to be spending time with. So if he's pulling out his phone to look at pictures of his girlfriend and show off how pretty she is while at the strip club, that just seems strange. Yeah, like he wouldn't be cheaty, Dirks. Well, my thing is, then that would just have to be his personality that he is a braggart in the sense that... Which I could see that. I look how hot my girlfriend is, but also look at all these girls I can pull at the same time. But then, he would have to be reliant on hoping all of these other guys, every single other person he's interacting with saying this to, is a piece of shit enough to not care. Yeah. Like, oh man, look, Dirks has got the hot girlfriend and he's still getting strippers. Look at that. Yeah. He's also buying everybody drinks. And that this is when... I think the personality that he showed in the episode that you and Josh did mm -hmm. is the personality that he's showing in this episode, which is very unlikable. It's like he has two different sides to him, mm -hmm. but that are very different sides. I agree. You know, it's not just like, oh, he's a little more outgoing in public and a little more reserved at home. It's like two different people. Two different people completely. Yeah. My thought is this time frame, he's been in an 
a thing with Katie for a little bit, and he's already he's getting bored or getting tra he feels trapped mm -hmm. now, and he's acting out, which that's a psych major in me, but yeah, <laughs> it's but spot on, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm, and I'm glad he's getting caught. Yeah, you know, Marie Fred did a bad thing too, but I appreciate she had enough respect for Katie to say, you know, rather than having seen that happen and not say anything she saw it happen and was like i don't want you know she kind of made a fool of wayne she doesn't want this guy making a fool of katie either so even after getting kicked in the twiffer <laughs> yeah even after that <laughs> yeah i forgot about that yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah even after that she still and i think this was her trying you know, like like some penance i'm bringing this to you in hopes that it will help you forgive me for what I did kind of thing. But, yeah. I wrote down, I love this petty sh because <laughs> I am a very petty person. So let me be clear. <laughs> Josh can never break up with me because I would make his life a living <laughs> Petty, petty, petty. I am just a petty mayonnaise. <laughs> I will not. I would, I mean, and you know what? Nobody's perfect. I just know this about myself. I'm being honest with you all right now. Real talk. I am very petty. I will make you second guess yourself. And I don't know. It just, it wouldn't be good. It would, getting a little easier? Yep. yep. <laughs> I did like that. I mean, it, it was, I don't know. I think I'm overthinking it. I'm confused because he's fully dressed. But she seems like they just got done having sex, or they're about to have sex. But also, side note, side tangent, we had previously established, if I remember correctly, that door that she just came out of... Is it a bathroom? Is a bathroom. So, maybe they had... I, no, I was going to say, maybe they had, like, kitchen sex or something, but I can't see Wayne having sex anywhere besides his bed. <laughs> Very straightforward <laughs> bed sex. Yes. Only for Wayne. Yes. <laughs> missionary each time kind of thing. It's just how I, not that I picture Wayne sex very often, but that's how I would picture Wayne sex. So maybe, but I also, I feel like as soon as they got done having sex, he would get up, get fully dressed to like socks and shoes and everything and go outside and smoke. So he, yeah, pro true. he probably was like, finished, you good? All right. Gets dressed and is And then Rosie's just comfortable enough to... She doesn't seem like a walk around in her underwear type of girl to me either, though. No. Even knowing Katie's not around and wouldn't be there for the day. Even if nobody else was home but them, I feel like she would have probably gotten up and gotten dressed as well. And there was no indication that Marie Fred was going to be coming over, so it's not like, oh, well, I'm going to stay in my underwear just to rub it in. So it's a little, a little strange, but... Overall, I get why they did it. But, yeah. yeah. At Modine's, the McMurrays are recounting tales of their boys and girls trips. McMurdle Beach. The McMayan Riviera. <laughs> they tell a story about a trip to McMontego Bay. Rooftop, poolside villas. The boys and girl ask whether the other spouse know about this. And it seems they do. Bonnie has Alexander turn on the outside speakers and the group begins to dance. First of all, this the whole paragraph is set up very strangely. Yeah, it is. But at the end of the day, we can skip it all and 
in a very strange circumstance, they all begin to dance. And that's what I'm concerned about. <laughs> that's what I'm trying to get to. But let me be clear. The reason that they were standing up and Bonnie thought that they were dancing, I thought it was hilarious. So this one, it was the grosser of the stories, I thought. But McMurray with the chair, when they first start... McMurray comes up behind them all with a lawn chair and, like, snaps it open. And that reminded me of when Jason Momoa does it. <laughs> and he just, like, comes and snaps open the lawn chair and sets it down. Do you know what I'm talking about? No. I'm going to have to send that to you. Okay. But after he does that, I think the McMurrays are either complete soulmate twin flames, like, or... MGK and Megan Fox drinking yes. each other's blood. <laughs> it's either that, which it's partially that... Or I think their stories are complete BS because they're telling the exact same story, basically, from his point of view, her point of view, down to the things that they're talking about are exactly the same. So I don't know if they're either that much alike that it really did play out like that or if they're both just so full of crap that that's just the stories that they tell. I, don't I think know. they go on boys and girls trips at the same time and role play with each other. That's an interesting thought. That's my thought because I would like to think of it like that yeah. more because that makes me like them both more. <laughs> when they're telling the story, one part did out loud make me laugh when Miss Murray, what does she say? She says, molestation in some circles. Uh, <laughs> and I was like, woman. <laughs> please take several seats. Oh my gosh. But. Her little golf clap. Like, I know the golf clap which is like, killed me. And, like his, it, and them doing it together, it was so funny. I could not because it's like they're telling their stories separately. They get onto the same little side tangent about him doing this thing, <laughs> and it's almost like they should be in two different rooms, but they're not. They're just on opposite sides of the semicircle outside. Just. And one group is totally into the story, and the other group hates Please the whole no. thing. Yeah, Gail and the skids are laughing and taking it all in, and like, yeah, ooh, tell us more of the details. And the Hicks and our boys are just like, oh my god, no. Please yeah, I wrote stop. down, I am Riley's face right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. I, but when she comes, when Bonnie comes out and they're doing their little tap tap back and forth thing, she's like, are we dancing? She's Turn so, on the outside speakers and so cute. That was genuinely cute to me. I agree. Because sometimes well, I, nobody was going to explain that to her. Yeah, Derry's like, yes, that's what we're doing. <laughs> he said it so aggressively. Yes! <laughs> Please don't ask any further questions. Oh my gosh. Are we dancing now? Yes, that is what we are doing. But before they get into that little last part that they're doing, uh, I thought it was hilarious because Mrs. McMurray is explaining it, or starting to explain it, and she says, he just does this cute little thing. <laughs> the cutest little thing. And I'm like, no. <laughs> no, don't. <laughs> in the way that's like, he just does this sweet thing where he gets up and starts my car in the morning, but, it's, but instead he's like naked dancing while she's using the bathroom. I know, I was going to say, I hate the word that he uses for that, like while she's in the bathroom, but, but I can see that from, from a married couple, especially one that's as open with their sexuality and stuff as the McMurrays, I could see the two of them being home together and him doing this 
Like, some of their stories I think are bullshit, but this one I believe happens. Yes. On a fairly regular basis. <laughs> and I love that she likes it too. You know, it's not just like. Where she thinks I'm, it's the cutest little thing. Yeah. Like, not just, oh, God, I was going to the bathroom and I opened the door and there's my husband just wiggling his penis at me. Yeah, as he is wont to do. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Yes. But she's like, oh, baby, you're so cute. Do a little golf clap for me. Oh, my God. Okay. Is that all for this? Oh, that's all, that's okay. it. While filling up the truck, Katie makes a phone call, but there is no answer. She tries again at the chip truck. Wayne is seen leaving the farmhouse and getting into Rosie's truck, then approaching the crowd at Modine's, who are dancing manically. Yeah. Upon seeing his face, however, they dash immediately for the parking lot and pile into trucks. Okay. I'm gonna stop there really quick. What do you think of the little... Because I kind of cut it up into... It's a big montage, but mm -hmm. I cut it up into little things because I've made little notes okay. about this. This is probably most of my notes. She's on the way, but I feel like just in watching her fill up the truck, she can feel that there's a weird vibe. I think because he's not answering. Mm -hmm. It's not just because he doesn't answer once. I feel like it's because it's multiple not answers mm -hmm. that she's starting to feel like something's why not right. Aren't you answering? Yeah, yeah. I yeah. I feel like she has a gut feeling in that very first scene. Something's not right. Mm -hmm. Also, there's a guy behind her that definitely drove that lawnmower like a car to get to that gas station. <laughs> I didn't notice that. Yes. I could see that happening in, in Letterkenny because I could see it happening places around us, too. So. Um, oh, there he is. Yeah, yeah. I see him. <laughs> and uh, it shows her Apple logo, which I don't know if it matters. They've been showing logos a lot more lately, but when she's on her phone, mm. you can just see it. And I thought, mm, okay, that must be allowed to be there. Season eight, they're getting big. Yeah, they're getting big. And when it cuts to them just doing the regular, it's just the group outside dancing. A bunch of different people from Modines are outside. I wrote down, I love, 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 love this group <laughs> dancing outside of Modines. It is super, it looks so fun. I want to be there. I said they have other people. We could be the two of those awkward... They're, I did awkward dance. These are the most absurd awkward dancers. None of them are dancing like what I would consider like well. Yeah. Which I don't dance well either. But this song slaps. It's like a very good this song. song was great for me. I wrote down some of the lyrics later, but I'll get to that in, in a bit. I love that Bonnie kicked it off with Riley and Jonesy. That was so stinking cute. I just, I love, it's, and they're clearly just friends, but even though they would take a run at her, oh yeah, <laughs> they're okay with just being her friend. You know, it's not like, oh, we took a run at you and you turned us down, so now we're going to be hateful to you every time we see you. No. They still respect her yeah. and like her. Still friends, yeah, so that's good. <laughs> this episode was written for me. I don't know what it <laughs> was. Just hits all my high points. I was like, I love this and I love Derry's dance moves. Derry is such a crazy dancer. He freaking dances like a chicken. <laughs> it's so cute. <laughs> he does dance like a chicken. <laughs> okay, we see Wayne. I wasn't sure exactly what he was doing, you know, when you very first see him because I'm like, are you just are you just gonna smoke a cigarette? What's going on? But we see he's on a mission. They jump into Rosie's truck. I didn't know where his truck was. I thought it was kind of strange. I don't know. Yeah. Unless he left it 
at Modine's. And he seems like a kind of guy that always would insist on driving. So That's I what was I would surprised. think. I, I was a little surprised Rosie drove too because just the type of guy that he is, he would think it was appropriate for the man to drive. Yes, that is very Wayne energy. Yeah. The chip truck, Katie tries to call again, doesn't get an answer. She does such a damn good job. Michelle, you can see her facial expression. She does it very subtly, but very well. You can see her getting more nervous, I think. Almost like the knot in her stomach is starting to really kind of yeah. form. And and it's just a facial expression. Mm -hmm. And even she's trying to find something. She filled up the gas tank, okay. But the gas tank's full now. Go on your trip. But she's maybe trying to I'll kill time. Stop at the chip truck because he's still not answering me, and I don't. Maybe I don't know if I. Should she's I trying go? to. Should I not slow herself down, so something can happen that will set her at ease. Yeah. She's wanting something to set her at ease, and it's just not going to happen. Yeah. But she stops at Guys Fries, and I wrote down their menu in case you all are wondering. <laughs> So they have burgers for, it varies, it's from six fifty to $8. Pogos, which I don't know what those are. Do you? Mm-mm. So they have Pogos from $3 to $6. And then they have poutine for $6. And then you can get a pop, water, or a lemonade. And they have child sizes if you need them. <laughs> and, yeah, I just feel bad for her. And each little scene that Each little see. bit. It's like, oh no. Yeah. Oh no. <laughs> and I, yeah. Well, do you have anything else? Well, I just put, I'm, I'm sad she's missing Davier's Day for this. I know. That's another thing I didn't even think about. She's missing something that she would normally always be part of, I would think. Yeah, since they were kids. <laughs> yeah, 205th <laughs> annual Beers Day. They've been going to since they were kids. But yeah, like she, her hanging out with, the townsfolk while doing something like this is very up her alley. Yeah. So she's missing out on this camaraderie scene to try to go see Derek's who's not even answering the phone. And it's almost like you see the progression of her hitting that slowly. Mm-hmm. While they're all outside dancing at Modine's, Wayne interrupts them and apparently gives them the quickest rundown of anything I've ever seen because he's barely there before they're sprinting to trucks. Them taking off at that sprint was great. I feel like he didn't say anything. I feel like he walked up, just stood there, and they could just tell by the expression on his face, like, yeah, yeah it's go time. It's and they on. went. It's like he's been he's been going around town secretly, like, I'm going to come, I'm going to give you the signal, yeah. and then we're going to go take this guy down. This is not a drill. This is what we've practiced for. <laughs> okay. But I was very interested in what combination people ran together and got into what, what trucks, vehicles. Yes. Did you notice that? I was trying to look, and then I thought, well, maybe they're basing it off of who had been drinking more. Because they've all been drinking yes. up until this point. That's true. So. Well, that's another thing I wrote. I really hope the McMurrays did not drive anything oh anywhere. Because <laughs> she needed to be a passenger. Exactly. <laughs> I did too, but I'd even especially. be afraid to have her as a passenger. I think she'd get sick. Or in the back of the truck, like, please don't fall out. Please don't fall out. They still have to go all the way to America. <laughs> okay. So, when in, I kind of watched it uh, several times, and it's kind of in slow motion. So, Rosie throws Bonnie keys. Don't know what that's about. Dan, Riley, and Jonesy all get into 
this little small truck with Gail in the back, I think. Wayne and Derry get in a big red Chevy truck, but people can't be riding in the back of trucks yeah. across country lines. Right? That's very illegal. That's a super illegal thing to do. You're not even supposed to ride in the back of a truck around town. But the one that Wayne and Derry get in, which is a big red Chevy, like I said, Rosie's driving that. And I just put, I am confusion, because I don't know <laughs> whose truck is whose, and it makes sense that Rosie's going to drive something because she's not been drinking. She's not been drinking, Wayne's not been drinking, but I feel like, and maybe Bonnie hasn't been drinking where she's working. Yes. But also, Bonnie and Gail run off, and who is in charge of the damn bar? Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, it's Day Beer's Day. We've got all these customers outside, some inside, and... Potentially I, Glenn is inside. See, it's just another uh, Gail notch in her businesswoman bedpost. I, yeah. I guess business. negative five yeah. points for that or something. I don't know. We haven't had to rate you in a while, Gail. <laughs> and Wayne and Derry could have easily fit in the front of that big red truck, because it was a four-door Chevy. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, okay. I was surprised Wayne got in the back. He doesn't strike me as a back-of-the-truck passenger. Yeah. If he's not driving, I would expect passenger seat. Even if there's a back seat, I don't see him being in a back seat but even. But he also just, uh, like we said before, and he hadn't he hadn't been drinking as far as you know, right? No, I don't think so. So he seems like a insistent, I-must-drive kind of person. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, yeah, that's how I, I feel about him as well. Katie arrives at Dirk's house in Michigan where she sees his cousin leave with a girl. Another man passed out in the kiddie pool. Dirk's walks out of the front door to smoke. He's shirtless and seems surprised to see her. Before either of them can say anything, a blonde woman also exits the house and drapes her arms around him. Dirk's looks away and sees trucks arriving from Letterkenny and the gang dashes past Katie to deliver her some justice. Interesting. That was very dramatic. Yes. <laughs> Last sentence. <laughs> this house is everything I expected it to be, though. I like, wrote down, this house is a rented frat house energy for me. It definitely reminds me of the house that Nate lived in when I met him. <laughs> like, do you remember that house? <laughs> I never saw it in the daylight <laughs> so. it was a lot like this house <laughs> okay M minus the kiddie pool but yeah that's exactly so i did try to defend dirks for a couple of episodes i you know i knew what was coming but i was giving him the benefit of the doubt like in this episode at least he's a nice guy in this scene i hate everything about him mm -hmm. okay this is my question mm -hmm. i feel like katie gets there and already knows. Well, let me ask you, what point do you think she knew something was wrong? Like, knew in her gut. Thought something was wrong? Gas station. Knew for sure. Even before the blonde lady walks out, when he comes out and looks at her. Because there's a look of, I'm disappointed in myself and I'm sad that you're about to see this mm -hmm. face. And I think she knew then. I feel like she knew when she pulled in, and I don't know why. I have I, and I, mm, I've never been cheated on that I know of, and I've never physically seen it. There is a situation that is, again, you all know I've said it on here. It probably did happen, but I never had to see it with my, with my human eyes. Yeah, my. <laughs> but, 
But when you know something's wrong, you just know. There is a feeling in your stomach, something is not right. And I feel like she had that when she pulled in. There's a feeling in your stomach. My ex, when I had had suspicions, but there was a time when it was confirmed for me, your skin goes cold or something. Yeah. It's like... But they're, you're almost weirdly calm, but yes. like also about to vomit at the <laughs> yes. same time. And that's, I think, the feeling she got when she saw him. Because there was a recognition in his and her face mm-hmm. when you know. I feel like at minimum, she still at least knew before the girl even walked out. Yeah. Before the girl came out, I feel like she did know. And we did try to give him the benefit of the doubt in the way that we did for Marie Fred. Mm -hmm. And we always knew what was coming. Yep. And I was still, it's not even disappointed. I was, I was mad about it in this situation. And again, everything about him in this scene really does piss me off. Him coming outside shirtless pisses me off. Him coming outside to smoke pisses me off. How do you have the audacity to he's, not wear a shirt? He's got his hand in the front of his pants. Did you notice no, that? No, I didn't. The way he's standing, he's got his left hand in his pants. He comes out shirtless to smoke a cigarette and everything about that pisses me off. I, I just want to hit him in his face. His I will beautiful not face. stand for this. Get your hand out of your pants, Dirks. Something about that really triggered me. And, you know, Katie's not my favorite. She's not been my favorite for a while. I was going to ask. But that... You're on her side. Nobody deserves that to happen to Yeah, you never... You never want that for anyone. Unless you're just an asshole. You never want that for anybody. Yeah, no. And in the background, the song that is playing, the lyrics that are playing while she's seeing this are, listen to the sound of a broken heart. Oh. Yeah. I got goosebumps. They're very intentional with their music. I think Jared has a really good insight to what he wants things to feel like this, when you see them. This song was a great song for them dancing, for them taking off for the trucks, for them hopping out of the trucks. Mm-hmm. I loved that. They must have sped there. He, right? <laughs> anyway. I mean, even if she was taking her time... She got a pretty good head start on him. Oh, I guess that's true. Now we think about it. She was taking her time. She might have been driving super slow. Yeah. I'm going to get there, but do I really want to get there? Because, like you said, she's already had... She's already starting that feeling of... I might not like what I find when I get there. Yeah. I feel like the blonde is like the guy that Marie Fred was making out with. She had no sense of something's wrong no sense of even though they said this guy was showing his hot girlfriend maybe she didn't see that i feel like if she had known about katie especially if she had seen a picture of her known he had a girlfriend when she pulls up there would have at least been some recognition there was none so yes i feel like she's probably about to be as blindsided by what happens as i will say the cousin had to have seen her pull in he could have turned around and gone into the house and be like, hey, bro. Hey, dude. <laughs> just giving you a heads up. You might want to throw her in a closet or something. Just so you know. <laughs> so, oh, what if? Because oh, my God. Yeah. He had his own agenda at that point. 18-year-olds. Um, I know. They're the worst. We, okay. We have said throughout this whole season, they have great chemistry. They do have great chemistry. And 
even their facial reactions to each other in this scene is excellent. They are acting their butts off. By doing so, it's it's very, like you said, subtle. It's very little. There's no dialogue, but... Mm -hmm. You but can, you know exactly you what's happening. Exactly how emotionally they're both in in their characters. It's just, I mean, give he, this lady an Emmy or something. And he doesn't even look shocked. Like it says, like he looks surprised to see her. I don't think it's so much surprised to see her, but it's more just like, man, he's you're, resigned. You're seeing this, yeah, mm -hmm. and. You know, there's no, the the blonde comes out and hugs him, and there's no, like, him trying to even get away from her, or mm -hmm. like, no, no, don't do that. It's just, yeah. This, you caught me. Yeah. Yeah, I'm caught, and... Okay, and because of that, I don't know, I am giving him way too much credit in this situation. My thought was, if she hadn't come up, and they'd gotten together later on, do you think he would have told her? Because he's not even given the opportunity. I'm not saying he's good. I think he's a piece of shit. I don't... I mean, if you're going to cheat on somebody, just take the two seconds, to call him up, break up with and be first. a jerk about, hey, um, we're done. Yeah. I'm sorry. Bye. Like, do, it, that takes no time at all. Instead of text, I mean, I know that's shitty too, yeah, but at least do it. It's a shitty way to break up with somebody. It's better than cheating on somebody. Yes. Yeah. Not giving him an out at all, but I, I did think... You know, he's pretty open he, in certain situations about he, how he, he is. He probably would have told her he, I don't know that when he, he would have seen her again. I don't know that I would say he probably would have. I just would have liked to see what he would have done if given the opportunity. Given the opportunity. I feel like, and this is, this is not based off of Yard Sale Dirks, who I liked. This is based off of this episode Dirks, who mm -hmm. I'm not super fond of. I feel like he wouldn't have outright told her but if she had asked he would have told her not like hey did you sleep with a stripper but as she maybe hey how was your cousin's birthday what'd you guys do did you mm -hmm. have a good time if she probed yeah if she probed a little i feel like he would have told her but if she had never brought up the birthday party i think he probably could have lived with himself not ever telling her i agree but in the other spectrum of that i also think Given a couple more weeks. It would have probably been over anyway. Yes. Yeah. I think he would have been done. Because he's not getting to do what he wants. And that seems to be what he's into is yeah. what he wants. Yeah. And I, I agree. I feel like even if he hadn't have cheated, they probably would have burnt hot and fizzled out fairly quickly. But she wasn't given the opportunity for that. I feel, yeah. He's just I, not built... To be in a relationship. Not At a least not in this one. No. Yeah. I put down a question and a follow-up response to my own question. Uh -huh. So I, I put down, does this pull you back to, kind of pull you back to Team Katie? Or at least liking her to a certain extent? I wouldn't say that I like her anymore. Maybe a little bit because I do think she, like I said, she was trying to be a good girlfriend. She was trying to put forth that effort rather mm -hmm. than just, yeah, I'm in a relationship, but he just runs errands for me and brings me candy and yeah. does things like that. He would he, not have put up like, with that, I don't think. He worships me at the altar and I, you know, it, you know, he's fine to have around and nice to look at. I feel like she was actually putting forth a little effort mm -hmm. and i wonder if she was putting forth a little effort because she knew he would be harder to keep around than the guys in letter yeah. would be but at the same time she was still putting forth effort so i wouldn't say that i like her more 
but I feel bad that this happened to her. Yeah. yeah. I'm not to the point of disliking Katie where I'm like, Psh, yeah, oh well. Wow. <laughs> Too bad for you, I guess. Yeah. But, you know, I, like, I, I feel bad that this happened to her. I wrote down, and I feel bad saying this, this needed to happen to Katie. Kind of. She almost like a knock her down a peg or more just like this is how it feels. Maybe treat other people nicer in the future. That one. Yeah. She was not a good partner. Respectful to Riley and Jonesy. She wasn't mean to Stuart, but she was very dismissive. Mm -hmm. And this needed to happen. In my opinion, she needed to. And I hate saying knock down a peg, but think about how you treat people, Katie. Yeah. She has taken other people's feelings so little into consideration that having her feelings hurt this way will make her more understanding towards how she treats others. This is what it feels like when you give a sh** and someone hurts you. Yeah. So maybe don't make so light of it when you have hurt others. Yeah. Wayne is the first one up the drive. I put, I love that Wayne gets to him first because that's what he says. He says, I'll be first in line. And I'm glad that he was. I feel like if somebody else had gotten that first hit in, it would have been like a disservice to Wayne somehow. You know what I mean? Yes. But my follow-up question to that is, would Dirks stand there and see what's happening and take it? Or would he run it in the house? I feel like he'd take it. I feel like, like you said, he's resigned. Okay. I've been caught. This is what happened. You know, this sucks. You all warned me if I did this, you'd all come for me. So I don't even feel like he would fight back if I'm being honest. I feel like he would just be okay. I also feel like literally if this many people bum rushed you, you would die. But <laughs> I, I feel like he at least took a good punch from Wayne and didn't even try to stop it. Like I have this like, coming. I, I kind of feel like I deserve this. So go ahead. Logistically, how would this even work? Oh, it doesn't. It makes no sense. Have you, you watch Handmaid's Tale, right? <laughs> Yes. That's how I would picture <laughs> if it actually happened. Your fault. <laughs> Derry's running with a cigarette in his mouth. I didn't notice that. It's, I, <laughs> it makes me nervous. Mrs. McMurray looked like a crazed animal. <laughs> and I, I just put, this would really have bummed me out hard, which it kind of does anyway, except for the music. The, the <laughs> But you're like, but it's such a vibe. But the song is so good. <laughs> I don't have anything else. Do you? That was my last part is that this would have been a really bummer ending if not for the song. If it wasn't such a bop. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they have ended the last two seasons like this, though, because mm -hmm. the last one with Marie Fred kissing the guy actively caught and now Dirk's actively caught as well. That's true. That's... I don't really feel as though this is as much of a cliffhanger for me. I feel like it almost is a completion of, of a, a storyline rather than a get watch what happens next yeah i will agree and i think it's because marie fred was in two seasons you know she was True. there longer they were engaged he had proposed to her there could have been a future you could see them ending up together whereas dirks was only in half of a season true and like we said probably wouldn't have lasted forever anyway. That's true. So it's not quite so like, <gasps> a, you know, that was his love. And, you know, I felt really <laughs> betrayed. That love. It just <laughs> makes me laugh thinking about it. I'm like, I felt betrayed by Marie Fred. Dirks I feel mad at and disappointed in, but mm -hmm. it's also not as shocking as I feel like Marie Fred's reveal was. That makes sense. And I was about to ask you why you 
might think that they didn't try to drag it out in the way that they did with Marie Fred, but I feel like you couldn't have with no. Dirks because he's just obviously not built for a relationship. So it was never going to be shocking, and I feel like it would have felt like they were dragging it out yeah, with him. Because Wayne is very much a I'm going to settle down and be with one person kind of guy. And Marie Fred seemed to be too. Yeah, whereas Katie and Dirks, neither of them seem that way. You know, I don't think that Katie was ready to marry this guy. I think that her feelings are definitely hurt. Mm-hmm. But I wouldn't even think that she was in love with him yet. Oh, Liked yeah, him, no. infatuated with him, but not in love with him. This still sucks for her, but I feel like Wayne and Marie Fred were more, could have been endgame. And so that made it more shocking. Whereas Katie and Dirks, both of them, it could have been a fling. It was a little more than that, but yeah. not Yeah, Katie's not more. going out to the woods. Yeah, she's not going to go sit in the sled shack for months and months to get over this. I think that she'll... Live to fight another day. Yeah, she'll be all right in a couple of days, you know. So I gave this one an eight. You really did like this one. Yeah. I gave it a seven. Okay. Yeah. And just, I liked it. Not eight, though. But Okay. I, it's fine. <laughs> I, this was like, this episode is, episode is made for me. This one's so Megan's episode. It's, it's totally fine. It made me, uh, again, not like Katie more, because I didn't mm-hmm. dislike Katie, but I... I felt for her, and she didn't piss me off in any way. And she really hasn't pissed me off a ton this season. Not a ton. Not as much as she was the last season. Yeah, last season, season before, season before. The Penny episode. (sighs) Yeah. Yeah. So, but we're we're past that now. (laughs) Clean slate, Katie. All right, Katie. So, I I just really loved it. It spoke to me. This is my letter, Kenny. I'm back to I, it. I am. Gl- I will say that I feel like Letter Kenny's back on the good vibe of the show that I initially started mm-hmm. liking. So, and I think it has a lot to do with the fact that Jared and Jacob are writing this season. Mm-hmm. So that always makes it good. Mm-hmm. I am trying to think. I said I didn't have any what's the scoop, but I do want to mention we had a very strange occurrence in a in a happy way. Where somebody somewhere or a group somewhere, something has found our podcast oh, and yeah. it shot up so fast. And it was a big spike and then shot back down. So we're not starting a podcast network or anything, but it was... We had a, a lot of listens. We did a for, big yeah. jump in listens. And I'm talking about over 600 in a couple days. It was very strange. Very strange, very awesome, very scary. <laughs> very cool, very... very <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. We're obnoxious. But but we're so, but we like us. <laughs> so I'm so excited. Thank you all for listening. I just love that we're getting new listeners and obviously connecting with somebody out there because somebody's listening. Yeah. So just hi to all the new listeners and we appreciate you guys. If you want to write in, Josh is going to plug all of the, all of the stuff, all the things at the end of the episode. And if you want to find us on Facebook, we have a Facebook page, Not My Forte. And we also have a Spotify playlist, which I've updated, Not mm-hmm. My Forte Spotify playlist. And give us a review Hopefully a nice review. I mean, if you're going to take the time, just be nice. Yeah. Don't take the time out of your busy day if you're yeah. just going to be a dick. We don't want to take up that much of your time. 
<laughs> don't take a hateful time out of your day but you can do that on apple Podcasts or on spotify now you can give us a review and that just helps us find new listeners just yeah and remember we do this for free and just for fun and uh, we're trying our best doing our best <laughs> guys do you have anything else no i didn't have any uh what's the scoop this week all right well i guess Gosh, we're done with the season. Yeah. Eight. We're into nine. It snuck up on me. I finished that sentence and I thought, oh, we're done. Yeah. I, so recap is next time. All right, guys. Well, we'll see you all next time for season eight recap. Bye. Better pattern. Good now. Thanks again for listening to Not My Forte, a super soft podcast. Information is pulled for this episode from letterkenny.fandom.com, as well as Megan and Amber's notes. Music for these episodes is provided by Mark Wallach, and that song is called Rattle and Shake. If you have any questions about this episode, or any comments or insights on this episode or future episodes, feel free to email us at casualjosh0 at gmail.com. That's casualjosh, the number zero, at gmail.com. And remember to put not my forte in the subject line. 